0: That was a. We got a little bit. Uh, why wasn't I that spicy? I would, I would say heated at the end. I mean, Regan
1: got a, really heated.
0: <laughs> he said you Reg- should join a parish Reg- and
1: Reg- give got money really to mad. them. Okay. Hi everybody. We're here. Sorry. This is <laughs> welcome. This is episode uh, six of the Scruple. We are currently crowded around one microphone, <laughs> yeah, up close, and, <laughs> up close and, personal. and personal with Regan and Philip. So, uh, yeah, apologies if the sound quality is a little lower. We had I we had just set up in my office all of the stuff. I was boring a microphone from uh, my workplace, and it seemed fine. And then we literally pressed record, started, and then we got a message saying, "Whoever took the microphone from the boardroom, please put it back." So, <laughs>
0: please,
1: <laughs> yeah, this is what we're doing now. But uh, yeah, recorded last time in. July, and yeah. released in October. But yeah. I think we're going to have two episodes in one, one month, so that's exciting.
0: That's pretty good. That's good for us.
1: Yeah. I think, I want to say it on the pot. I think we can do at least once every two weeks.
0: We can do that yeah. consistently, and then can see if we can even up it, but I think I think once every two weeks I think is so. very doable for us.
1: You probably saw I opened the Patreon account. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, it was very bold, I know. You did I a know. lot of things. I did book. a lot of things. Well, I switched uh, from Buzzsprout, which is paid. Because I assumed you had to pay, but Red Circle you actually don't.
0: Yeah, I hadn't talked far to you about I that. I was curious how yeah. you went from having to pay to not. But I guess because Red Circle's free. I, I think so. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Yeah, we we switched <laughs> to
1: Buzzsprout to Buzzsprout to uh, Red Circle, and then we started a Patreon account. I actually started a Twitch too, because I'm wondering. Oh, you did? Because you do. I uh, you mentioned you want that sort of like live and yeah, we don't future, ha- we don't have to. Yeah. but like if people did want to like watch live. That's something that could happen, possibly. The, yeah, because uh, I was listening to an ep- episode of Catching Foxes with uh, Catholic uh, Twitch streamer Bearded Blevins. I don't know if you heard of him, but no. like he's he's like very strongly. Like, no, all podcasters should have a a Twitch. Like they're losing oh, free really? money, free pub by just oh. like doing it live and then and then releasing an edited version. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we've done that. If you want to support the podcast, Patreon's now up.
0: Patreon.com slash Philip George's checking account. <laughs> yeah as a cco missionary don't worry none of that's coming to me it's all for the pod you can't it's and all for me probably and then like regan as well because regan does a lot of he does a lot of work on the pod and the guy should be compensated oh thanks man <laughs> someday <laughs> we get a big enough follow-up. so yeah
1: i mean it's probably jumping the gun but i thought you know what might as well yeah if we, it's uh, there now yeah. and now we
0: have fun things to say at the end of every episode yeah <laughs>
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's Patreon.com/slash thescruple.
0: I love our name. I think our name. You like the scruple? Yeah. And I just hear it out loud. The scruple. It is a cool name. It sounds really cool.
1: Uh, So, if you want to support us, there's no expectation. Obviously, we're just honored that you're listening for free. But um, that's there if you want. Basically, so we can just keep investing in in better equipment and invest more of our time to get better at it, Um, and then Mm -hmm. hopefully bump it up to once a week, because. Yeah, a law student and a full-time missionary. We have trouble coordinating sometimes. So, I, yeah. But if we were, you know, a little moolah, uh, little this, little incentive uh, for me, not for yeah, you, because you yeah, can't have a second job.
0: No, no. Uh, my entire source of income has to be through CCO. That's in the policy that I signed. And that's okay. Begging the people. Begging, yeah. I'm yeah. a I'm a beggar.
1: And now the scruple's begging. That's Patreon.com/slash the scruple. <laughs> okay. Wow. We had, um, a lot has happened since our last podcast.
0: True, because even though, yeah, that's right, we recorded in July, so a lot of time has passed.
1: Yeah, I've been living married life. Phil's been living in Winnipeg. Yes. Um, I think I'll, I think I'll break the news. I, I, if I haven't told you yet, I'll tell you before the podcast releases. But, um, I got married, uh, in the last episode, and now me and my wife are expecting a baby, so please pray for a little peanut. And uh, that, expecting coming in April. So that's, we're both super wow. pumped about that. But hence uh, difficulty recording because,
0: mm.
1: man, pregnancy really takes the wind out of your sails. Like she just needs to nap and that's totally cool. I yeah. get it. Um, um, super so yeah. exciting
0: though. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
1: you. It's great. We're so excited. And then I didn't actually, um, we did not, uh, like we actually thought that, okay, like it didn't happen this month. We were open to it right away at the outset of our marriage. But we're like, okay, it didn't happen this month. That actually sucks. Because, um, you know, we went into like, oh, well, maybe it never happened. But then actually the Lord had different plans. So, St. Gerard, you're a real one. Mm. And um, everyone listen, just pray for me and pray for Amanda especially. And uh, and
0: for Peanut. Yeah. Yeah. A little Peanut. We, uh, peanut King. <laughs> peanut King.
1: There's, there's many names in the works. Yeah. Um, but they're all confidential. If you have any suggestions, visit facebook.com slash the scruple cast we're gonna learn all our urls great baby. plug the old facebook is that all we should be doing for social media
0: um maybe for now
1: do we need a, a scruple we could, tiktok
0: we could look into an instagram is that
1: where the kids are
0: uh tiktok's probably where the kids are i
1: hate instagram
0: oh you hate it i don't like it i mean i don't have one but
1: I, you didn't have one hey did I you delete it? I had
0: a personal one, deleted a long time ago. I deleted mine But for mine like too. campus ministry, like our Instagram is a lot more active than our Facebook.
1: The the generational difference it was such a steep drop off of people who use Facebook. Oh, for sure. Because I use Facebook a lot, and I'm the younger end of the spectrum there. But like my brother, who's two years younger than me, he didn't even have Facebook before he absolutely needed it for like scheduling. For
0: oh, me. really? Hey. So like somewhere even there. there
1: like. They, Facebook just lost people. it's a hard cut off. But also, I refuse to make a TikTok for a podcast. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to do that.
0: It, it's probably not worth it. Like the amount of time that we might have to spend to make it work. Yeah. Versus like how many listeners and we're might not very big social in. media people. I, yeah. I, you know. I feel like we maybe there'd be an aspect of like selling out our personal values if we mm. invested a ton of time. Wow.
1: You're <laughs> selling out on TikTok. <laughs> but yeah. I'm good
0: with the the Facebook group. You know, if people. Post names that'd be fun. I don't know if anyone's gonna actually do it, but post their, post their name names suggestions for little peanut. Oh, yeah, I'm that'd throw be fun. One in. If it's a guy, yeah, Tobias. Tobias. I think Tobias is a, is okay. a cool name. Really? Well, scriptural. A little t- um, well, yeah. I have nothing for. It's
1: uh, gonna a be girl. scriptural, but the thing is, when you commit to scriptural, they're all scriptural. You're not. You're not gonna have. <laughs> oh,
0: I see what you mean. James, John, Luke, yeah, Mark, like and Tony. And then out of nowhere, uh, Tony's
1: Anthony. That's fine, but James, John, Luke, and Zen. Chad. Oh, no, there's just kidding. No, no chat there is. Is
0: Chad is. Yeah. Is there a chat? Well, now we're getting exposed. Uh, we don't know. The Bible. <laughs> For lack of script. Matthew, knowledge.
1: Mark, James, John, and Zerubbabel. a A lot of you should name the one. It's a Zerubbabel. More. <laughs> Zerubbabel. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah,
0: throw throw the name suggestion in the chat, and uh, yeah, what's going on with you, Phil? Yeah, um, I'm in Saskatoon right now. He hence, we're recording with one microphone. A very intimate. Together. Very personal. Intimate recording session. Yeah. I'm uh, so first firstly i'm in winnipeg now uh, and i will be there for the whole most of the the school year and campus ministry is in full swing we Mm -hmm. actually just finished september is all about outreach and reaching out to new students and we had a really fruitful outreach uh season a lot of new students involved a lot of returning students back and like on fire and then they want to step up in leadership so things are looking really good so can please uh If you're listening uh pray for cco pray for cco at the university of winnipeg because we are also it's it's difficult to pivot and adjust with covid restrictions as they come out Mm -hmm. um and like finding places to do our faith studies and finding places to gather for events is actually sometimes really tricky so yeah but it's going really well personally um things are Things are good. I'm excited to be in Saskatoon. Yeah. Um, i are leaving little, soon. I'm leaving soon. I actually wasn't supposed to be here this long. Oh. Uh, the original plan was to come here, uh, drop Alexia off so that she could go on a little vacation with her family mm. to Victoria. And then I was going to spend Thanksgiving weekend with my family in Nippawin and then actually go straight back to Winnipeg. Oh. I wasn't supposed to be spending time in Saskatoon, but, and I don't know if I've told you this, Regan, uh, the reason I'm here is because I got rear-ended. in in Winnipeg yeah it wasn't super bad you didn't tell me that yeah so on our way out and we were almost out of the city um a guy rear-ended us and Mm -hmm. it's not super bad but he like scratched right along the back right side and our the bumper was just
1: falling too close he
0: uh he went to lane change and then he picked a terrible time to do it and then a car was coming up on him Mm -hmm. so then he like last second swerved back into our lane and just like scraped right along the back side of our car yeah so the car's okay and it can still drive I drove here in it but had to like file a claim and i needed to wait to see what sgi wanted to do mm-hmm. so so that's why i'm here but i mean in a way that little fender bender has led to us recording another podcast episode six, <laughs> episode six. As, Let's whatever go. it takes whatever. as many car crashes as possible yeah <laughs>
1: philip do we ever have a topic today
0: oh i'm ready i'm excited you're ready
1: Okay, so I, I kind of hinted at, at Philip yesterday what our topic would be, but I actually, when I was preparing, look, we prepare for podcasts now. Wow, episode six, we, we're Patreon. professional. Patreon.com slash the scribble, yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, I was actually writing down some thoughts, and I had an idea, but it took somewhere else. So we're going to see where it goes, and okay. I have a, a little backup. But, okay, I'll tell you a little story. So I was visiting um, some family uh, on my my wife's side, and basically we were getting an auction together. I don't know if you've been... Uh, anything like this but it's like a big agricultural auction where they sell off massive pieces of machinery for massive amounts of money and they're all on like the front lawn and we're basically there to just organize all these things on the on the grid roads and clean up the yard make it you know just preparing because uh, that relative is nearing the end of their life Mm, yeah and uh, just preparing to to get everything in order and I don't know if it's a generation thing like I don't know
0: how do you feel about stuff? Like, are you a big stuff guy? <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm actually not a big stuff guy. Not I don't, a big stuff I, guy. I don't own a lot of things. I was thinking about this, and I don't want to, sorry, don't want to pull from here, your, because you're still nope. introducing the topic, but just in terms of stuff, I own very little.
1: Yeah, and I'm actually pretty similar. I I, I own a lot of things, but I don't, like, actually care about a lot of things. Oh, uh,
0: okay, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Um, like, I have a lot of clothes, but I can name maybe, like, three pairs of clothes that I would want to keep. Like, it'll be a sweater my wife gave me or something. Like, I'll, I'll keep that.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I, you know. Sentimental value.
1: We probably have more than we think, but I don't know. That's that's fair. Yeah. And maybe that'll come up. This is not the topic. Okay, okay. But um, the, I think it's a generation thing that, um, baby boomers, I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it, boomers. Um, boomers, you're welcome on this podcast. Um, <laughs> it's a, boomerism is a mentality. It, anyway, it is. Yeah, okay, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, they just had a lot of stuff accumulated over their whole lifetime like products from the 70s products from the 80s products from the 90s and onwards like just a lot of stuff and there's clearly like um, a lot of people don't know this but farmers actually tend to be pretty farming is a lucrative profession a lot of time it's becoming more commercialized it's becoming more of like a billion dollar oh, yeah. industry you're
0: like running a full-on like it's yeah a big it's
1: no longer like mom and pop's a uh, little cornfield it's like yeah. no it's you're running a, a multi-million dollar business mm-hmm. i think grace of god they they had accumulated a lot of wealth and i want to be respectful here because this is just to introduced topic and i was kind of feeling like we're sorting through all this stuff that we're like auctioning off and i'm like man this is a lot of money that was put into these products and and you know things that didn't need or stuff like that things that are still in the package or things that easily could have been restored but it's just like okay and and we went to mass a sunday morning and we were all there as a family and the priest he's a oh is he dominican who wears the white robes he's he's dominican yes yeah so he is a a dominican priest he's african priest and he just gives the most banging homilies ever (laughs) rouse my soul from the depths of <laughs> Hades. Like, that man speaks to me. And I just, I love it because I think he yells a lot and then I'm like, oh, it keeps my attention. <laughs> but I, uh, he had this amazing homily and the readings were on um, the the parable of the the talents. And he just he had this amazing message. Like, if you're not charitable in this life, you cannot go to heaven. Mm. Like, it's a prerequisite. Um, and he was talking about, it's different to give to those who uh, are well-wishers family friends like it's easy to give to those people we shouldn't consider that anything because the the uh tax collectors and gentiles do the same Mm -hmm. he's like that's that's something wrong if that's all we're doing we have to be giving to people who won't necessarily thank us for it won't necessarily like know that we gave it to them that we can't control it you know, f- big farmers, everyone there at Mass is as is, is either probably coming from a farming family or farms. Yes. And he knows this. And he's like, why do you put seeds in the ground? And he, and he does that thing where he actually makes people answer. <laughs> and then the one guy says to grow. He says, what is the ground to give you more? Why should we be able to expect that? It's the ground. Ultimately, the point he's making is that it's all God's grace Mm. that we shouldn't be so concerned with where it goes as long as we're trusting it to God to grow and give us fruit. If you think about it, it's ridiculous that we plant our seeds in the ground and then expect, like, more to come about. And I was like, that's amazing. Like, I think everyone's going to be really moved, especially because we're in this this time of preparing for... um, just like death and redistribution of wealth, and I was like, man, maybe I'll really encourage this family to like, okay, let's like leave money to the poor. Yeah. And me and my wife are like, that's so great, like, what an amazing homily. And I was really disheartened to hear like the reaction to it. I don't want to make comments on on the depth of their spiritual life or where they're at because I don't I don't know. Yes. Yeah. But um I was really disappointed to hear. Oh, I couldn't understand with his accent; it's so hard to hear. Or. I just don't agree like I wasn't a big fan of his sermon and I was like okay well why he's like we're farmers we know that we don't throw seeds in a slough you're not going to grow anything there so why is he telling us to give it to the poor why is he de- why oh, is he telling shoot. us to give it to um people who won't do anything I'd rather give it to people who would do something with it mm. and you know the problematicness of that statement is is couldn't be understated yeah <laughs> uh overstated well, I don't be, be it was a problematic yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I, I get it. And I think this is also a thing with young people. We, we realize like, okay, I'm probably going to be like that too to my grandkids. They're going to think like, wow, he's just not a woke guy at all. Mm. Um, but I think there was something like a, like deeper in that. And it really bugged me because I was like this amazing homily, one of the best I've ever heard. And that was your takeaway is you're going to pick apart something and um, and make your own like argument on a political or otherwise basis, and I'm like, that's not the point he was making. Yeah, at yeah. all was he was not saying throw away your money, um, just to be charitable with it. Yeah. So, before I move on, okay, I'll let you talk because I've been talking a while. But yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's 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 tricky and. Analogies like fall short, right? right so always it's yeah. like he was he was using it and making a point, getting somewhere, and then they picked it out. Um I, I'm I'm curious and excited to see where you're gonna go with it. Mm-hmm. Um I can see the difficulty there. I imagine I w I didn't hear the homily. I imagine that this this priest, like he wasn't saying like Chuck all your seed. No. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and so this this guy that took that he took that away maybe like it's a misunderstanding and I almost wonder because our hearts are hard in different areas and I think maybe this is where you're going with it that when you accumulate a lot of stuff the mere thought of maybe being told where to Mm. put some of it you, you just it's immediate maybe it triggers something in you and there's a reaction but um I don't know like even thinking of the parable of God sowing the seed right he's very like Generous with where he sows it. He puts it in good soil, but he also throws seed like yeah. on hard ground. Exactly. And he throws it in the vines and the weeds and everything. And that's so.
1: that's where I'm going with it. Subornos. <gasps> uh, a little bit. Um. What's that? Sorry. Subornos. Subornost. Subornost.
0: Have you heard of subornos? What is that? It's from I think Catherine Doherty, and oh. she just talks about how like when when people come together and they meet, and like when there's a when there's an element of like unity, mm. it's like it's like subornos. Yeah. It's like oh subornos, and it's like an experience of what anyway.
1: is that a word is it a greek word
0: or? i don't know where it comes from it might be russian interesting yeah anyways go I ahead integrate I'm a lot excited. of russian into my language <laughs> yeah
1: but you mentioned that jesus throws seed on ground that is hard and that is like what i walked away i'm like okay his heart was not um cultivated enough it was not broken up to receive the seed and i was in preparing for this i'm like how do you cultivate your heart to be open to the word of god and then naturally, the first thing that come up is how do you cultivate your garden? I'm like, okay, maybe this will be helpful. <laughs> but basically, all cultivating is is removing weeds and breaking up the surface to allow seeds, water, air to, to penetrate the soil and to, to change it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, you're talking about like, well, this is what you do with soil. You don't do this with soil, but um, all I could see his heart was just uh, cracked rocky, like the seeds are not going to, to take root there. hmm um, so I think maybe my main point of this whole story, and thank you for sticking with me, is like if we're actually going to be truly receptive to God's word, there has to be sort of a continual breaking up of the soil and cultivation of our heart to to be able to let him speak to us. Because otherwise, like, the seeds are really just going to bounce off. Yeah. And I thought it was so profound that I I could take something so... I don't want it to make it seem like I'm very open. And part of what I want to talk about is how we can actually like do that. Yeah. Uh, Because it's something I need to do too. But to me, it was just so clear as like, if I can just like rebuke this one thing, then I don't have to let this change me. I don't have to like, I don't have to be vulnerable. I can just um, say, well, that was a bad homily. That was, yeah. Yeah.
0: So how do you do that, Phil? Oh, that's hard. As you were saying that, I was thinking that to myself, I was like, how do you do that? because even, it, it could even be, that was a nice homily, or that was a good homily, but mm-hmm. then you do not, like, it. You actually don't do anything. Yeah. It doesn't spur you to any action. You don't respond to it in any way. Right. Which, I feel like often that's my experience, right? There are homilies That's that, nice. Uh, And the the priest might be, like, calling for some, like, radical action, mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't mm-hmm. do anything. So, yeah, how do you cultivate your heart to receive? Kind of one of the first things that's coming to my mind is... And I don't know if this is along the same grounds here, talking about I can't remember where I heard it or where I read it, but and it, it maybe maybe this is the Diary of Saint Faustina mm. it, about how one of the the things that like can soften a heart, a hardened heart, uh, the most, or what the like where you receive that heart of flesh from a heart of stone, um, is like contemplating Christ's passion. Mm. Um, and I don't know how much this relates to what we're trying to talk about, but that's something that I've thought about a lot recently It's something that I've been thinking because I don't like I don't really do that and I don't like stare at a crucifix and like try to think of like the agony he was in I Mm -hmm. just kind of like oh hi Jesus you know what I mean yeah and like I've heard a story of how like Saint Francis of Assisi would just spend hours in front of it and because for him it was horrifying because he's like this is what like being a good person like or being trying to be like god like this is this is where it Mm. will lead you yeah and he would actually spend hours just like being horrified because he's like okay like Mm -hmm. this is what the world did to like the greatest person ever right and apparently i guess this i don't know again i don't know where i heard this apparently like just contemplating that like actually like in a supernatural way like softens your heart Mm -hmm. and maybe that's because you know maybe in a way it's detaching you from worldly things because now you're just contemplating the god man suffered yeah. and he's calling you to also suffer yeah and then now you're starting to think like oh my gosh and then maybe you start to think about well what is that suffering in my life and yeah ultimately like everything here is a gift everything that we have and own is mm-hmm. a gift and um maybe that's one way to cultivate your heart because sure. then you're just more open because sometimes you know god asks you to do things that are like challenging and scary mm-hmm. but i think if there's a level of detachment then you're more open maybe mm-hmm. that's one way to cultivate sure. your heart do you want to like just sure.
1: let's just list them i can take one and then yeah i have a different i uh, yeah i have Go a another thought i love the idea of contemplating the passion and i think i'm also going to contribute like we actually have to let jesus cultivate our hearts it's it's not so much us breaking up the soil it's allowing ourselves to be broken mm. and i think contemplating the passion is really good cuz we you can unite ourselves with that brokenness like it sounds nice, like cultivating a yard, and it's like, oh, wow, new soil. I've, I've, I have a fair amount of experience gardening. It's not fun. It's mm. hard. And in Saskatchewan, we have, like, our soil is, like, 90% clay. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> and it doesn't like to be broken up. So it's, um, it's laborious. And, it, I, and I think, um, it, like, note that to be vulnerable, as Jesus was in the Passion, is to be broken. And that's what I see on on, on the cross is complete vulnerability, mm. like even like even to the point of, of just complete humiliation and and nakedness and you know probably chilly up there, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um that's what I think we ought to be coming into mass with like okay I am I am broken I have nothing to offer here, um so contemplating a passion one two, uh contemplating our brokenness and allowing ourselves to be broken up by jesus the divine gardener i want to say
0: do you have another thought hmm um yeah you know i don't really have i I feel like i'm running out of ideas here but something because okay so we know as difficult as the word of god can be and challenging and like when people like in homilies you break it open and then and then Mm -hmm. like a teaching comes from it but there's some things like God God has revealed himself clearly like mm-hmm. cl- clear clear enough and then like we have the church to help us understand through mm-hmm. time but like we know or we can say like confidently like we we know that there are things like objectively like okay that's like that's that's God's will like it's God's will for us to like for corporal and spiritual works of mercy mm. like it is God's <laughs> will for us to do those things yeah I, I think ordinarily and then there's like extraordinary circumstances where like you know, like you got f- if you have to choose between like mm-hmm. feeding a homeless person or like getting your wife to the hospital because she's dying like i think yeah. like extraordinary like in the extraordinary mm-hmm. circumstance yeah like your vocation you're you're committed to your wife but i think ordinarily like we know works works in mercy they like, are called to do those things yeah we know that we're supposed to like strive for like a state of beatitude yeah so maybe maybe we're okay so we're how can i turn this into uh an action point or turn this into advice maybe like
1: like you mean, like pursue works of grace? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like maybe just take into account, like what this journey is. I guess. Yeah. Like we're in a journey of becoming more Christ or becoming more. Yeah, we're becoming Christ. That's mm-hmm. that's our journey here on earth, and yeah. so. Old, like it's gonna uh, require it like heart De-
1: deification. Is that? What yeah. Is? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Look at us. snow. Divi- yeah. divinization. Divinization? divinization. Divinization. Is that? Divinization? What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Just. I think no matter how much you try to cultivate your heart and how much you try to be open there will be challenging things but that's kind of that's that's just part of it because like you already talked about if you if you contemplate your brokenness and you mm-hmm. know that your, your human nature is broken we're also invited to a journey of like restoring that human nature and like we're on a journey of like returning to our pre-fallen selves mm. and that's going to require like choosing things that we actively pro like we yeah you won't want to do or yeah. you don't like hearing
1: yeah okay maybe i uh, wrap up this well, maybe we'll do two t- two topics today. Oh, okay. You want to do that? because um, it'll it'll kind of, uh, what's it called? Tail.
0: It'll it'll tail in. It'll tail in. What's it? It'll that term? it'll wag
1: a tail. It'll wag a tail. <laughs> I don't know uh, from this next one, <laughs> but I yeah I like what you're saying. Like uh, just to use the the garden analogy or the dirt analogy, like do things uh, often that will break up your heart. That will that will like soften mm. your heart. Uh, and pray for it off all you mentioned. And I think maybe the last thing it's all it, Eucharist. like mm. visit the gardener often. Um, I'm gonna attempt to to do this. I I've fallen off the wagon already on this new discipline, but if you can't do mass daily, um, just do feast days. Those are good that's a good way to start. like okay, I want to do more than Sunday, but every day frightens me. pick one day of the week or do feast days. I think that's a good a good start. Um, so yeah I don't know that's that's really all I really want to pull out I just want to encourage everyone listening and I'm sure you're you're more vulnerable to the Lord to the Lord's word and more ready uh, receptive I guess is the word yeah. uh, than I am like I sort of feel like very uh, much a dry cracked garden with like one big slash in it and um, ultimately the goal is to be fully receptive to the Lord's will and that's going to take a, a while it's going to take time but uh, yeah next time we go to Mass I just really want to be okay um, I'm gonna allow this to, to penetrate my soul and mm. to actually change something um, okay topic done or do you want to keep talking about it
0: no that's good
1: alright uh, topic two topic two let's go i to talk about the works of mercy you mentioned is
0: that is that where you were going with this I
1: was oh yeah like we're uh, that was sort of my, my subtopic okay was and you mentioned it and I'm glad you did uh, so he was saying in the homily that, okay, we have to do these things to be charitable. You have to give to the poor. You have to give to, you know, this, that to actually um, to make it efficacious for your soul in the way that you give your money. Yeah. yeah. And that, um, thankfully, the homily did actually motivate me and Amata to like, okay, we need to really examine this. Uh, so I've been doing like just a little bit of research. I'm like, okay, besides giving to our church with preauthorized debit that we forget about, that doesn't really challenge yeah, us. Yeah. And it's good it's good everyone do pre debit it's good but it's it's um at some point it ceases to be challenging um so i mean a Amanda, we're trying to discern where we can actually be charitable elsewhere and sometimes that'll be donating
0: mm-hmm.
1: and honestly if you're going to donate to one thing i think it should be the church um but i'm trying to find like good charities that do good work we're also reflecting a lot on how do we actually incorporate the corporal works of mercy yeah into into our lives so phil what are they
0: oh (laughs) do you have them written down yeah okay cool so let's just list them so that we know what we're talking about to feed the hungry to give water to the thirsty to clothe the naked to shelter the homeless to visit the sick to visit the imprisoned um and to bury the dead oh this is exposing as you as i read it because it's like some when I don't get, I don't even know if I've done yeah. some of these once in my life. I haven't
1: buried one person. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: who have I buried? And,
1: and what I want to talk about is how do uh, Catholics in this crazy modern how do we actually go about this? Because I I have this planner. It's in front of us. I I like it, and I like to plan things because I find that if I don't schedule things, I'm not going to do them. So my immediate reaction is, oh, I'll just like do one a week or maybe i can focus uh each month on one of the things. Mm. And then i realize when you actually start reading the list to to bury the dead, um they aren't supposed to be mechanical, mm. i suppose. Um and although it would be good to give a month of your volunteer time at like a at a food bank or whatever, mm-hmm. i don't think that's actually necessarily all he's getting at. I think it's good especially for families that are busy and especially if they have kids like down the hall a friend of ours um i think he does the thing where like every month they do a new uh, thing and they try to they try to knock everything off Oh wow! and there's different variations of um how they do it like to bury the dead you can also interpret it to to go to a um a cemetery and pray for their soul or something like that so there's there's different things you can do but um you mentioned you were also reflecting on it i want to hear your thoughts yeah actually um did I share your topic for next week?
0: No, no, okay, okay. no, no, no. This is good. Uh, I I have a different idea Ooh. for for next time we we record, okay. and I'm, I'm excited for that one. He wants um, to talk about the papacy. No, he doesn't I think don't. Pope Francis is I a valid Pope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. Um. Okay. So, I was reflecting on this recently mm-hmm. because, um, it was a conversation that I had with one of my roommates. Uh. In a previous a previous year uh, he's not living with me anymore but um, it was something we had talked about once and then for whatever reason it popped up again uh, fairly recently um, and it was talking about kind of what you were getting at like like first of all having them be a priority in your life mm-hmm. in the first place we often just don't think about them yeah and I think that's well, that's one of the first steps if you're not even aware that what the what the corporal mercies are and that like're supposed to be doing them or and maybe I'll get to that. Um, then if it's not even on your mind, if you're not even aware of them, mm-hmm. you won't you won't do them. You just don't know. Yeah. Um, I think that there's. I think that there's a mixture of. Maybe if it's new to you, introducing it kind of in a mechanical way, where yeah. you're like, okay, yeah. every month, I'm gonna I'll do this one, and and so I I'm thinking, for example, like there's a family in Winnipeg, and. Like, there's a student that's always involved naked, with us. Always so I bring them clothes every <laughs> Yeah, day. I always clothe them. Super also, thirsty people. Yeah, they come to me and they're like, I'm starving. I'm like, okay, i feed them. <laughs> help,
1: our child has been captured
0: again. <laughs> we need ransom <laughs> oh, money. Oh, shoot, <laughs> okay. Time to do corporal worker mercy. Mm. Um, no, actually, an incredible family. So there's uh, Missionaries of Charity in Winnipeg. Mm. And every Friday, I think, they, they help them uh, with, like uh, like, a soup kitchen that they do. And then also on Saturday some Saturdays they help them as well and I'm like oh that's like really cool a cool thing that they do as a family Mm -hmm. and they're like feeding the hungry and also I believe there's like I think they also have like a little shelter too so it's like there's a mixture there of like feeding hungry sheltering the homeless um but for them like that's built in like every Friday they go and I think that's good because like you're doing it Mm -hmm. and and it's becoming part of your life and I think that's a good start because maybe this is where you're getting at that eventually or I think the hope should be that it just becomes kind of your outlook Hmm. Um, and this reminds me of our conversation about virtue way back in July where I was asking you do you just pick a virtue and work on it (laughs) and you were saying well I think that's something that like God invites you to like he's the initiator Hmm. and so kind of within the circumstances of your life yeah everything's everything's in his Providence He's inviting you to grow in some virtue in some way. And that's why it's really important to, like, be connected to him in prayer. Yeah. And it might be similar with the Corporal Works of Mercy. Like, maybe there's opportunities that he's inviting you to in just your normal life as you're going through life. And it's like, oh, here's an opportunity to Mm -hmm. be, like, an agent of the Lord's mercy here. And the hope is that we can get to a place where we, like, we say yes in those moments, which is, like, really hard, you know? Like, it's like, do I pull over and this homeless guy or even at the very least like roll down my window and give him something so yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm in a I'm busy or I don't want to hold up traffic or Philip what if he spends it on alcohol and IV uh, drugs yeah. IV drugs IV B- <laughs> and, and he IVs drugs and and, and what's shoots shoots up, shoots up heroin shoots Phillip? up heroin what then oh that's tough something that I've heard I don't know who this comes from maybe this is Catherine Doherty again maybe yeah, look at you uh, stuff. I think she was saying like once I like once i give it to them like it's it's theirs to do yeah what they choose and that's hard though cuz i've heard other people say other things that like if you yeah. know if you know they're going to misuse it then you should do something else and i personally and i don't know if this is right i tend to try to feed Mm. like if someone there's a lot of downtown the University of Winnipeg is downtown and there's a lot of homeless people mm-hmm. in in campus and around like they just walk right through campus really yeah it's That's cr- cool it's crazy University really cool. of Winnipeg is like right in the heart of downtown and so I've actually like I walk by a lot of homeless people and there's one guy like his name I know him now his name's Bill he has oh. a sign that always says, says smile so I always try to give him a smile <laughs> and so he he knows now that I'm not going to give him money mm-hmm. but I try to like I'll give him food or yeah I'll like walk with him to Tim Hortons but then there's the odd time where like I'm busy and I feel this tension in my heart when I'm walking past him and I'm like because I know he's gonna ask me but I have a meeting I need to get to and yeah. so what I do is I try to just avoid eye contact ah. but those are always hard because I'm like what what was the right thing to do there mm-hmm. um, but in terms of like monetary stuff I, I, I tend to not and I don't know if that's right because if they're asking for money is it right for me to, like, turn them down and say, no, I'm going to give you food instead? Well, I'll...
1: Okay. <laughs> w- we've wrestled with this a lot, and, you know, it's a bit of a tangent, but I think it's... Um, oh, I know what the scripture is.
0: Uh-oh. Is it that scripture verse? It's, like... Just kidding, I have no what idea. What do you what think it, is going to be? Is it is this going to point in the direction of, like when they ask like not refuse not refusing what someone asks well so you know i <laughs> oh no uh. i will say i uh, um i guess as uh to make to also spur the listeners on to some sort of uh action or or at least reflect um something i heard once alms okay yeah prayer fasting almsgiving like almsgiving i think that word just kind of is related to Mercy in a, in a way. And so I think oftentimes when we think of almsgiving, we just think of like giving money. Um, I'm not going to go ahead and say that like the spiritual works of mercy and the corporal works of mercy fit in that. I don't know if I, if I, because I, I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But I will say that like part of, part of like this journey and like being, becoming Christ and also being ambassadors for Christ and for his church, I, I like to, the term I like to use is like agents of his mercy. And I think we should be looking to be agents of his mercy and to when we can like have other people encounter the Lord's mercy through us. And it's tough because I know we all have things we have to do and we have jobs and responsibilities and it's a a tough balance to maybe try to do I I go out of my way and look for it? Um, Do I schedule it in? Um, Sometimes I can't do it in the moment as it's coming to me because I have somewhere to be, somewhere to go. But at least... I don't know. If you've never thought about it, think about it. Cause I think we're all called to be agents of his mercy and yeah, I don't know. Mm. I, I'm not going to go so far as to say it's like you, you have an obligation, but you can't maybe do. I think you do. What? To be charitable? To like, to be merciful, to like go like, do like do these corporal works of mercy. Yeah. I, I actually, yeah, I, I would, it's not so, it's, it wouldn't be too much to say that you're obligated to do these things. No,
1: I think Jesus would say that, um, I mean, obligation can look different in a lot of ways. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah, but on that point about, oh, well, we should, we should give them food or we should die. First of all, say their name, learn their name, introduce themselves, and because a lot of a lot of homeless people, I'm aware, um, I think I, I, I uh, I've heard that often they won't hear their name for years, mm. right? Um, yeah, and, they're a uh, person. Yeah, they are a person with a name, mm-hmm. uh, named by God. But this is the scripture. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to him who begs from you, and do not refuse him who would borrow from you. He doesn't say give to him who begs from you unless you have strong reason to believe that they're gonna spend it on uh, alcohol or yeah, recreational yeah, drugs. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's a fundamentalist approach, um, and it's not a great logical argument—the uh, argument from silence. But I, I just think that Jesus would actually give them what they wanted first what they asked for Mm, mm -hmm. um but the thing is you know you have to be prudent and reasonable and if you have like moral certainty I think I've heard that word from Jeff Cavins or George Weigel or that they're gonna spend it on harm then maybe you ought not to but yeah I don't know yeah but if it's yeah if
0: it's like a small amount yeah I'm sure it's so yeah there was someone um someone that I I followed on Facebook I don't know if I still do that she was saying how she actually reflected on this exact thing and she used to do Mm. just either gift cards or i'll buy you food yeah but then i think she like i think it was that scripture that she spent a lot of time wrestling with and so now she has like a change purse that she always keeps on hand so that she can actually give money when people ask for money
1: yeah what's a reasonable amount of money to give people phil oh boy i don't i we're both young people we're not
0: very yeah I don't know. You can give some. Ch- I, I'm I'm picturing change. You're picturing change. I'm picturing coins. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a loony, loonies and toonies, quarters. I have. a... Don't give them just a singular penny. I think that that's not nice. That who would do that? I don't know who would do that. Dang. Maybe someone would though.
1: I. It's tough because. This
0: is hard. I'm glad we're talking about this though, because I think a lot of people are a lot of people don't people talk do about this about it, in we the don't first talk place.
1: About it. Also, if you're listening to this podcast, you should tithe to your church if you it. it oh boy and if it's not 10 percent, do what you can <laughs> young people like we um, give a toggle oh man like we just don't give a church but i said that for years and i didn't actually have sign up for preauthorized debit. Yeah. so stop stop it yeah like, and
0: what's I've... that michael jordan like? stop it get some help i knew this was going to come up oh, no. i am currently not tithing and i haven't tithed in a long time my guy so
1: kate when i say tithe, hold me though, accountable you know that when I say tithe, I don't I don't mean you need to mechanically subtract 10% from your budget and give it to the church. Like discern, discern with a reasonable mind but a, a generous heart what you can give because young people actually I'm realizing are not good at it. Although we like to we like to like bash boomers about not being generous. Anyway, side sidebar, if you don't don't give to us before you give to your church, yeah. If if you were thinking of visiting patreon.com/scruple, stop it. I
0: don't yeah. want you. I want you to give to your church. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That's it's really <laughs> harsh. Now you can donate to both. Yeah, you can do both. It's but don't a, do it as a tithe. We experience that similar tension sometimes as missionaries when we're support raising because mm-hmm. sometimes a supporter, either implicitly or straight up, just tells us like, yeah, you're my tithe. And then it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. we want you to like tithe to parish too though. And, mm-hmm. and that's tough. And then it's there's a bit of a, a mixed opinion too. I think some missionaries are like, yeah, like I can be your tithe. And then for me, I'm like, that's interesting. I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I think, like, don't, if it means you're giving me less, like, I think you should tithe to your oh, parish. Oh, really? Yeah. Really, we
1: have to have a conversation after this podcast then. No, oh. <laughs> uh, like, I, me and my wife support Phil. We have before we started the podcast, so I don't think it's weird. I don't have a problem with counting. Like, you're a full-time missionary. You're literally, your job mm. is to build up the church, so I don't, I don't have a big problem with it. I don't think you need to be, I honestly don't think the tithe
0: it doesn't I don't, have doesn't to go doesn't need to a just parish. to a parish. Oh. I think a tithe can be incorporated I don't have. Charities. I don't have, like, a strong reasoning why I need to think about it more. So my my gut yeah. disagrees with you. Really? Yeah, I think... Interesting. I think... Oh, okay, this is good. Yeah. This is good.
1: I'm wondering this, too.
0: I, I don't... And I don't have a reason why. It's just, in my heart, I'm like, okay, you belong to a certain parish. Whether you go there or not, this is what I heard, and maybe you can tell me if this is true or not. Like, I think... I should be tithing
1: at the parish that I don't go to? I th- Like, I so, like, can- like I think there's
0: a parish, like, you belong to in terms of, like, yeah, the,
1: the in, region. Yeah, uh, on canon law, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And
0: I don't know if, like, you, this is what I would say, like, if you're not tithing to a parish at all, like, maybe tithe to the parish you're going to. I would say so, yeah. Um, also, get a parish. Yeah. Stop parish hopping. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Pick a time and commit to it. Uh, this is the part where Regan calls you on all your bullshit.
0: <laughs> Quit being First of all, pick.
1: Yeah, me and Phil are committing to do this podcast. You can commit to a parish, all right? <laughs> and I get it. But then uh, what well, Regan missed yeah. okay, stop. Well, I'll be reasonable. But pick yeah, yeah, a parish yeah, yeah. and start giving to it. <laughs> this is my rant.
0: Yeah, I, I'm realizing i really I'm only mad I...
1: because I did that for years, man. I'm just, the only reason I am self-righteous is because... I also was that guy for a long time. Like, I went to my parish for for so long and wasn't actually giving to it. You're, you're involved there and you're volunteering there and you, like, you kind of, like, think you're being generous, but when you act, like, it doesn't actually, it's not reflected in your bank account. Yeah. There's nothing going out of it yeah. that you didn't pay for that wasn't, like, a, a thing you chose or a luxury. So that's an interesting thought, though. I think yeah. people should research. We should look into um, it. I'm going
0: to stop talking about having that opinions because I actually don't know What's up, and my opinion is changing in real time hello Do what John Iggy yeah hello. there
1: he is anyway that was interesting that was a we got a little bit uh, why
0: wasn't I wasn't that would, spicy I wouldn't would say heated at the end I mean, that Regan
1: nice. got really heated <laughs> he said you <laughs> should join a parish Regan and give money to mad. them no I'm not mad and I get it and honestly if it's like really it's not gonna work it's not gonna work but hey you know, if you don't have a lot of money, you get to be the woman with the penny, and that's really exciting. Yes. Um give what you can. Lord totally. Lord will see it. Like we don't give a lot of money. I'm not like super proud of what we can give cuz we don't have a ton of money. Mhm. Uh and you need to be actually you need to be prudent with your family, especially if you're married and oh, have a family. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. cuz um, you have a duty, you
0: have a duty you do. to take care of your you family. You do. But yeah, we should uh yeah, take us home. Wrap this up. We're taking it home? Or the topic at least. I, don't, I think so. I don't know what we'll do after that topic.
1: We should do like a We should do like a ending topic. Have some sort of like a segment for the uh, end. A segment for the end of the topic. Anyway, I, I love you all. I I know, I I love the idea of you all. <laughs> and I... Uh, Whoever you are. If I piss you off, that's fine. Go to facebook.com slash scruplecast to complain yeah, about yeah, yeah. me. Maybe we can have an addendum. Oh. Uh, that was fun. I'm waiting for another addendum. The, the addendum was last time. We had an addendum. Did we do an addendum we did. last time? I think I put it in. Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, see i haven't anyway. listened to the whole episode
1: <laughs> anyway <laughs> topic two wrapped up
0: yeah that was good
1: wow okay uh let's
0: think yeah um no i already said my piece <laughs> i was gonna say i was like just just do them you should do just them do that's the official stance of this podcast yeah
1: do those works of mercy it's... i think that's good advice if 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 you are not doing any structured into your calendar And then commit to it
0: yeah because then that will slowly start to shape the way I think you just see the world and see people nice I think often we just don't see people the way we're actually supposed to see people and that's that's one of the biggest issues that's why we're so opposed to doing some of the things
1: I'm a big fan of uh, you know those videos on Facebook where they get a homeless man from the street and give him a haircut
0: Mm. You yeah. seen those? they give him like a makeover, oh, and then they just I'm put him back, <laughs> back on the street. I'm a sucker for those. And they just put him back on the street as poor as he was before. No, they, they don't give him like anything else. Like no, they give them a but the thing is, those
1: barbers, they might not be able to give him money, but they can give him that, which is really cool. That's and true. And
0: and they and, and they, they like treat them. them. They treat them. Like yeah, they like wash their person. hair.
1: I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think that's really cool. And I don't know how to do that in my own life. Hey, man, you want some? <laughs> Legal services? I don't know. Like, do you want some help with your land
0: lease? Oh wait, yeah. Do yeah. you don't have one? It's like, those? oh yikes! Why did I say that? Why did I say that? Oh no! Please don't. Cry. Why am I still talking? <laughs> yeah, There's I should walk bucks. away. Here, have my. Please don't spend it on half my farmer's wrap. <laughs> your farmer's wrap.
1: Totally. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. I'll say it on podcast. I don't do many of these things, but I sent an email to our prison ministry, and I'm terrified. Oh, really. But I'm like, dude, if there's one thing I haven't done, I haven't visited any uh, prisoners.
0: Yeah, me too. I've never. So
1: done that. I'm, you know, that's um, that's big accountability. You, you well, just, I'm not. You, you did something. I'm not about courageous it. for. It. I just emailed someone. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a first step. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. I wasn't trying to. To brag there.
0: No, no, no. I, honestly, I don't think you were. Like, how do you? Yeah, I don't know. For me, because I, I don't. I mean, I guess I, I, try to feed the hungry, and and I. And that's part of like, I've been reflecting on this too. Like, that's where God placed me. I'm at the University of Winnipeg and there's homeless people all around. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, there's an invitation there somewhere. I'm still trying to figure it out as I go. Yeah. Um, when I learned that the missionaries of charity are in Winnipeg and they're quite active, yeah. um, when Alexia heard that, she really wants to do stuff with them, even if it's just once a month. So maybe we'll start getting involved there. Cool. And a little bit, a little bit. So that would be yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah i've i've never a lot of these things i've never done i have never been at a soup kitchen i have never helped out in yeah. any like formal thing with with yeah. homeless people and, and hungry people and yeah the corporal works mercy i it's funny i was like talking this big game i in terms of like actions i'm still very much new to this and it's still yeah. very hard for me to say yes to them as they come up
1: dude that's the point of this podcast is to one challenge you but also, I think everyone
0: knows that we're full of
1: shit. So. <laughs> I, I have and no problem that. That's what we love that. about is this Is there Bible. is there any gonna be is there ever gonna be a time where we're like yes we're fully we're fully practicing what we're preaching? I don't think that's
0: <laughs> probably not. I don't think it's very realistic. <laughs> Maybe like like Maybe seven we're, years. We're, yeah, yeah.
1: When we're like, uh, and we have dad wisdom. Thirty by thirty, let's try to be uh, but, yeah. not hypocrites. Let's be yeah. No, but seriously, I yeah. If you're challenged, that's good. But if you're too challenged. It's fine. I probably said something wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: Addendum incoming. <laughs> we do an addendum, so don't worry. We do. Yeah, we have the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or well, I interrupted maybe? you a, oh, no, a decent amount of time. I so. interrupted you a lot. I, uh, when I'm editing, I'm like, oh, man, I'm really talking a lot. I'm just going to cut that part out. But, like, whenever you talk, I'm like, oh, fresh air.
0: I can. Oh, so I, I like when you talk. Um. Uh. Did you have any, like, you... I just want to tell the listeners, Regan really prepared for this. You should see his, his notebook here. It's really mm, nice. Do you, what, is there any, f- maybe f- closing thoughts? And it doesn't have to be about the topic per se, but just... Your stomach thinks all potatoes are mashed potatoes, which is insane. Stop. <laughs> Not if you don't chew them. Your potatoes... <laughs> swallow, swallow it all. <laughs> Then your stomach knows. <laughs> My last thought, I wanted
1: to read, like, in, especially in relation to, I think this is all, this is all related. I think the word of the day is be, is receptive. Um, be hey. open to receiving Yeah, that's grace a common theme. Because when there's a lot of homeless people walking around your workplace, um, doesn't happen to me very much, but um, you have an opportunity to be receptive.
0: It's true. There's an invitation there.
1: It's less about doing things than um, saying yes opportunities put before us but anyway to close off put off your old self which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your mind and to put on a new self so let's do it
0: let's do that renew Scripture, your mind baby good old ephesians get exhorted baby get excited
1: <laughs> <laughs> also yeah final final note we'll
0: wrap it up uh crunch coming on our podcast soon
1: we're gonna we're gonna schedule yeah, it
0: i think i think once we can you swing it uh, i'm i'm down i i personally would like to maybe get a couple more episodes under our belt and feel All like right. we got a got like a sort of a rhythm going okay but i think with the feedback and with our intentionality to like be consistent because we're only going to get better each time so i hope you so. know what it is what its is let's let's bring them on dang Don't no need to worry about impressing them
1: yeah and if you hear from uh, my facebook posts in their podcasts welcome <laughs> you are our key demographic
0: yeah
1: i'm very excited to watch survivor tonight.
0: oh survivor me and
1: love survivor yeah we go over to my parents to watch it every week and that's sort of how we stay connected Is they, they feed us <laughs> that's it's, fine. it used to be the bachelor because they for whatever reason like watching the bachelor i met my dad it's like their main bonding point
0: the bachelor the bachelor do you, do you i hate it I can't, I can't i can't stand yeah me neither this pagan culture when I was younger I used to love it and then well yeah and then you know yeah. as, as I started to realize, it, it's like, insane yeah I was like how can you do that to people <laughs>
1: they're real people yeah. yeah the emotions and the producers like... are straight up evil let's be honest like the way they edit that's
0: it. a yeah yeah we sorry ha- Bachelor we do not like this. no <laughs> we're an anti-Bachelor get out of here but you don't tie and we're you watch pro, the Bachelor pro-survivor
1: <laughs> we are very pro-survivor I think it's it's you know what's a good show that I was watching you can turn off the podcast when you want to, Ethan. You don't have to listen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ethan's like, is it over? Yes, yeah. yes. For you, it is. You close it.
1: You know what show I started watching? Ted Lasso. Um, I don't know what that is. I didn't let you guess. Um, Ted on, Lasso. Did I get it? Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. I. Uh, <laughs> it's on Apple Plus because I signed up for a free year at Apple Plus. Oh, There's actually some good stuff on look there. At you Ted Lasso. Really good. Really funny. It's a. That- so it's okay, it's a comedy. It's a comedy about a uh, an American football coach who uh, coaches uh, in the European uh, pr- uh, Premier League for soccer for football. Um, okay. and I didn't expect to like it, but I really like it. It's that's a really true. good show. Yeah. Also Manifest. We kind of watched a couple episodes of that. So that's a good. One. Man,
0: I am so out of everything. That's
1: fine. That's good. Of boy. What have you been doing with your time?
0: I I don't know. Too much work, I guess you just work outreach was really busy and then I spent a lot of time with Alexia and, and oh baseball how could I have forgotten I, I'm a little too into baseball and like baseball games are super long so like they are I will watch an entire they Blue Jays game and a Blue Jays game like there was one game that went like four and a half hours and mm-hmm. I just sat there and watched the whole, Can you like, watch the whole thing what a suck of my whole like that sucked all my time for like that afternoon four and a half hours but the Blue Jays didn't make playoffs so now I need to find more productive hobbies so I'll figure out my life
1: yeah I don't know folks have a good one. Have a Today's good one. a good day to have a great day. So nice. I don't know. Go do a corporal work mercy and then post about it.
0: Yeah, uh, brag about it to everyone. Brag about
1: because if you didn't brag about it, what's the point?
0: Yeah, did a corporal work mercy really happen? <laughs> if you didn't tell anyone about it?
1: <laughs> Just here visiting the sick.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're like Instagram live. It's like hey grandma.
1: guys, hey hey guys, here's the sick.
0: Just clothing the naked <laughs> guys like get out of my house. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna be clothing the naked soon when I have a baby, and that'll be what I do. Hey. Yeah.
0: Hey, there's something called i mean, okay. It's not like legit, but something to think about if you're a new parent or gonna be a parent. The corporal works of mommy. It's a thing. Look it up. It's a apparently apparently all of these things you messed with me. You can do with a baby. When your child is. In oh, you know you're not gonna you're, <laughs> not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna be burying your child. Sorry. My goodness. <laughs> when your Some child. Of them, most of these, you shelter your child. You take care of your child when they're. Sorry. When your child has committed
1: a felony, you visit him in the maximum security prison. <laughs> when your prison child of gets Alcadrez. kidnapped,
0: you ransom him. <laughs> ransom
1: him. Oh, it's got dark.
0: Though. Okay, sorry. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's getting cut. Dovetailed.
1: Dovetailed. Dovetailed. What did we say? Uh, I said wagging a tail. The tail. <laughs> Dovetailed. Yeah.